Hi there, and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keen, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Good evening. Are we good? Hey, you can high-five some people as you sit down, and uh, great to be in God's house tonight. Thank you, worship team. Awesome. Hey, we need to have youth camp every week. Hey, how good is it tonight? So good. And all the youth leaders said, no thanks. Geordie stole my joke, but I was singing, you know, like youth leaders, right? You've had no sleep, kids around you nonstop, kids not listening to you, you know, telling them off. You've, uh, you're exhausted, you're tired, you still have to pack everything up and, and pack it all down. Welcome to parenthood, right? This is what it's like to have kids. So just so you know, you've had a week or two nights of uh, parenthood, but not even as bad. So that's good. Nah, parenthood is great. I love my two children. It's good. But seriously, how great is it to be in God's house tonight? Who's, so, who's excited to be here? Lisa and I are excited to go back to Zambia really soon. Uh, we've just booked our flights this week, so we are heading back to Zambia real soon. And as I think about it, right, I'm like, we don't have Friday night church in Zambia every week. We definitely don't have a building like this yet. We're soon going to have one in the next few years, which is really exciting. But our church in Germany doesn't have a Friday night or a building like this. Our church in Zambia, uh, in Melbourne as well, sorry. We should not take for granted what God is doing here in our amazing church location here in Perth. We are so blessed. And how blessed are we to be able to be brought in together into this family. So I just want to encourage you as we start out, don't take for granted what God is doing here. I know I've been so blessed to be able to, for the last couple of years, be back here while the world is going a little bit mad. And I'm just so grateful to be part of such an amazing church. So can you give all of yourselves a round of applause? It's so awesome what God is doing here. But yeah, like I said, Lisa and I are really excited to go back very soon. I thought I would give a quick update on our church in Lusaka. We just had our Christmas uh, season and New Year season, and we did wrap it up in Lusaka as well, the team there. And we were able to partner with a local children's hospital, which is the main children's hospital in Zambia. Kids from all over Zambia come together. And through the donation and the giving of our church, we were able to bless the children's hospital, give gifts to the kids. But then also, and Santa was there, which was great, blessing everyone too. It was so good, but we were able to provide a lunch for the uh, children in the hospital, so we donated all of the food for that, and they were so blessed by that. And then church has been going great as well. We had a packed out Christmas service. There was no seats left in our second service at the moment. It is completely full. There's no room. So we are desperate in need for a new church building. That's why we're in such miracle territory to be able to purchase this land. And then as we go back... I'm going to need my high-vis jacket and a hard hat because we're going to be on a construction site, which is really, really exciting. So thank you for all of your support because we know that, well, I know it's not possible without your faithful giving. So give yourselves a pat on the back. Thank you so much. And uh, keep praying for us. Keep praying for our team there because Pastor Justin and the team are doing amazing and uh, we just can't wait to get back with them. But if you can, 
follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, Global Heart Church Lusaka, you can get on there. And what's great is when you comment and like and encourage our church there, it lets them know, not just in Zambia, but when you do it to our church all around the world, it lets them know that they're a part of something bigger. That there's a church all around the world, church family all around the world praying for them, encouraging them. And it just opens up our eyes when we're in our other locations that we've got church family all around the world. So can I encourage you, follow us and, and like our pages and, and just be engaging with what's happening on social media as well. That would be great. Is that okay? Awesome. All right. Well, in the next 25 minutes, I just want to share a message. I've got a message called tonight, and uh, it's going to come up on the screen. But my message title is called In and Out Faith. In and Out Faith. And uh, really what I want to talk about tonight, that God wants to do a work in you, and then He wants that work to come out of you to impact the world. God wants to do something in you, and then He wants to do something through you to impact the world. And we're going to read from Philippians 2, verse 12 to 13, and it says this, Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I'm away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. This is the big part. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Hey, let's all pray as we start tonight. God, I thank you that you're here. Thank you that the youth have had a fantastic week, Lord, just encountering you and getting changed by you. Father, I pray for all of us tonight as we're here, every single person in this room, I pray that we would all leave changed and different through the power of your Holy Spirit, God. I pray that no one, Lord, whether someone's here for the first time or whether someone's been coming for years, I pray that all of us would encounter you in a powerful way and that we would leave different and changed, that you would do a work in us, God, and that we would then go out and have an impact in the world. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone who believed that shouted a big, amen. amen. Right, so let's get into it. A few years back, I think about seven years ago now, my wife Lisa and I, we traveled to the United States of America. Anyone been to the US? No one's been in the last two years, right? So, but if you've been to the US, there's some amazing food chains and food restaurants. And there was this one that I saw, which was In-N-Out Burger, which is the sign that's on the screen. It's not In-N-Out Faith, In-N-Out Burger. And uh, I heard this and I, I'd seen it on Instagram. I'd seen that this was the best or one of the best uh, burger joints. Has anyone eaten In-N-Out Burger? Oh, there's a few people in the room. That's good. Is it as good as what they say? Yeah. So I saw this. I was like, I'm so excited to go and eat there. And so we were in Los Angeles and then uh, we went up to San Francisco and we drove, we're on the hop on, hop off bus. And I saw this restaurant and it was packed out the door. It looked like a COVID clinic in Junlup, right? There was lines out the door, right? And uh, I saw people and I was like, man, I really want this burger, but I don't want to line up all this time to get it. So I thought I'll come back and get it. We had three nights there and then I went back and the next day it was packed. They said it's the busiest restaurant in San Francisco, in all of California, was In-N-Out Burger. And I thought, well, I'm not going to ruin my holiday standing in line when I've got so much else to see. We were going to New York the week after that, so I thought, I'll go when I'm in New York. Little did I know that In-N-Out Burger is just a Western, it's only in California and a few states on the Western side of America. So I was devastated when I got to New York and I couldn't have In-N-Out Burger. It still crushes me to this day. There are bigger things in life, but it was a little bit, I was scarred, right? 
But why I share all of that, it's got nothing to do with my message, right? Except that when I saw the sign, I always think, and it probably because I think about it a lot, I always think about this, is God wants to do something in you, and then when He does a work in your life, some, what comes out of you should have an impact in the world around you. As a believer, as a Christian, God wants to do something in you, and then from that, out of you, He wants you to impact the world around you. And that's why I've called it this. You know, the number one thing that you can do with your life is to make a decision to let God work in you. If you haven't made that choice tonight, you can. But the best decision I've made with my life is to let God do a work in me, to accept that free gift of salvation, to invite Jesus to be Lord and Savior of my life. That's the best thing that I've done, letting God do a work in me. And my whole life has been changed. I made that decision 20 years ago when I was 14. I was just getting uh, shown into a world that I didn't want to go into. There was my friends around me were doing drugs and different things. And I would have gone down that path. I was really at, I didn't know it at the time, but there was a crossroad in my life where I had to make a choice. Am I, it was my first time in church. I had never been to church before. I didn't grow up knowing about God as a Christian, but I made that decision 20 years ago this year to invite Jesus into my life. And my whole life has been changed. Anyone else's life been changed by Jesus in this room? That's good. But He started to work in me where my whole life has changed. I've learned and grown and learned so much about God and who He is and the plan that He has for my life. As I was, as I was reflecting and thinking about this message, I've made lifelong friends. I know who I am. I'm confident in who God has created me to be. I'm happily married to Lisa. I have two beautiful twin daughters. We have the privilege of serving God in Lusaka over the past five years. I'm not perfect. There is no way, shape or form that I'm perfect in my life, but I'm on a journey. I'm absolutely loving it because I made that choice to let God do a work in me. August 9th, 2002. Well, I soon realized that God didn't want to just do a work in me, but He wanted to do a work through me. It's the exact same for all of us here tonight. Like I said, maybe it's your first time here or maybe you're new to this church thing. God not only wants to change your life, but He wants to work through your life to have an impact in this world. He doesn't wanna just do a work in us, but He wants to work through us. God wants to work in you for you to grow in Him, for you to be changed, for you to get a fresh heart, for you to surrender your life and grow into the person He's called you to be, but then He wants to do a work through you as well, for you to be used by Him mightily to have a great impact in this world. And I thought about it, whether it's in your business, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer or a student or a parent or a great leader in God's house, whatever it is, maybe it's being a great friend to someone else, God wants to work in you and through you in the church and outside of the church in the world as well. And that's why when we read this Philippians scripture, it's so key. Philippians 2 says, for God is working in you. That's the key one. He's working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. And the reason I share this message is you could be here for the first time or you could be a Christian longer than I've been alive. It doesn't actually matter where you are on that spectrum. All of us have that opportunity to let God work in us and through us. And when I was preparing for this, you know, what's dangerous and the, and the danger is, is that we aren't self-aware of where we are on, this, on a scale of where God is in our life. 
And, and, and I just had a little screen that I want to come up, which is going to help us to kind of locate where you are tonight. And that screen's going to come up now. And uh, right, this is how my brain works. So if this is helpful for you, this was what was helpful for me. Maybe you're in the first box. And the first box is God isn't working in you and He's not working through you. That's fine. That can change tonight. You can make that choice like I made 20 years ago. to just that first choice to let Jesus in to my life. You might be in the second box where God is working in you, but He's not actually working through you. What do I mean by that? Maybe you're here and, and, and God's uh, done a work in your life, but maybe now it's time for you to start sacrificing and giving back to what God has done in your life. Maybe it's not just getting filled up and about receiving, maybe it's about giving now back and giving out to others. Many of us, sometimes we just wanna be in spectator mode where we just wanna receive and it's easy to criticize then. But when we, are, when we get our hands dirty and start, and, and look, I'm saying this from experience. When I got saved, when I came into church and gave my life to Jesus, three weeks later, I was on the setup team. I, I'm not, that's not to brag, right? But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am today. I know that for a fact. It was what got me planted and locked into church was being around others on the journey with me. And I remember swearing and set up one time and all the guys looked at me and I thought, I am never swearing in this place again, right? I was like, oh my goodness, they, I nearly ripped off my fingers setting up the stage and, uh, and, and, and I dropped a big F-bomb and it was bad. And everyone looked at me and I was like, I am never doing that again. But, uh, but that's what got me locked into church was not just receiving. And I wasn't ready to, 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 to lead or do anything then, but God had done a work in me. But then as I served, He started to do a work through me. So maybe you're in that place. Maybe God's done a work in you. Now maybe it's time for you to start serving your connect leader or jump on the Global Heart team, come to Starting Strong. Who knows if that's you. Maybe you're in this next box. Maybe He's not working in you, but He seems to be working through you. Now this is an interesting one as well, right? Maybe you're in church and you're seemingly doing the right things and you're coming and you've gone to camp and you're lifting your hands and you put on the show that everything's great, but there's nothing actually happening on the inside. There's nothing changing on the inside. You're in the same place that you were five years ago and everything seems fine and you put on a great show. And I'm not doing this to shame you tonight or because I know I've been in that place as well where you kind of come to church and you want people to think, Everything is great, but you haven't actually gone back to the source, back to God to get your heart right with Him. So maybe you're covering something, maybe there's a wrong motive, maybe you're not even reading your Bible, and I know many of you would be in that place tonight where your Bible's just collecting dust on your bookcase or, or on your side table or in the toilet, I don't know where you read your Bible, right? But it's just collecting dust rather than getting opened. And so maybe you've got some character flaws, there's sin in your life, which you don't want to work on. And maybe you've been at camp, right? Young people, maybe you've got the hype and you're like, this is amazing, but you're not actually going to walk away and let God change your heart. Maybe that's for you tonight where God might, you might be here and that's great, but God actually wants to do a work in you. You know, who you are and what you're becoming is way more important than what you do for God. Who you are and what you're becoming is so much more important than what you do for God. 
I think about King David, incredible leader in, the, in, in, in Scripture, led the people of Israel, yet had some serious character flaws where he slept with an, uh, uh, committed adultery, slept with another man's wife, got that man killed, had that child, right? Some terrible things, yet he repented to God and came back to God. Maybe that's the choice that you need to make tonight is to come back. Maybe you're in that box there. And then the last one is for everyone who's doing great. God's working in you and God's working through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Fantastic. I only just do this because that's how my mind works. Is that helpful for anyone else? That's where my mind works. So tonight, wherever you are on that scale, I wanna encourage you with three points just to help you to let God work in you and God work through you, amen? Amen. So that my first point is let God work in you. The best thing, that, like I said, the best thing that you can do is let God in and to change your heart. We talk about it, fresh heart. The best thing you can do is let God in and work on your heart. He wants to create something new. He wants you to become the person He created you to be. But it all starts with letting Him in, humbling yourself, surrendering yourself. And that's the hard bit, right? We, we as humans are very, very proud people. I just got a quick story, right? I, I like indoor soccer. I play indoor soccer on Thursday nights. I love my sport. And I, I joined a team mid-year with Carlos. Carlo in the house tonight. Where's Carlo? There he is. Yeah, baby. That's him right there. <laughs> Sorry, just something comes out of me when I hang out with Carlo, right? Carlo's a very handsome gentleman. You might have seen him on the door tonight. Single man, very, very attractive young person. <laughs> oh, sorry, Carlos. Sorry, sorry. Just helping a brother out. But I joined Carlos, enough about Carlo, but uh, I joined this team with him and we're in Division One. We won the championship in the first season that we got together, right? Come on. And who knows pr pride comes before a fall? So this season, you'd think we'd be at the top. We are dead last, right? We thought we were the best. We thought we were fantastic. Pride comes in and we are dead last on the table right now, right? And, and the coach or the manager of the team, it's not really a coach manager, but the guy who runs the team, he decides to send out an email this week, right? This is just Thursday night, indoor soccer. Sends out an email with a diagram. Lisa's seen it. She knows it's there. Telling us what we need to do to improve and try and win the next few games. I'm thinking, who does this guy think he is? This is Thursday night soccer. You don't need to tell me. I know what I'm doing. I know how to plot. Maybe I should just listen, right? He sends out this email. We had our best game last night. We won 9-2. But the, pri the pride in me didn't want to listen. I didn't want to let that advice in to try and help us get better. And that's what a lot of us are like with God, right? We, we're too proud to let God work in and do a change in our heart. We think, oh, I've got life sorted. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I've got it all together. What do I need to surrender my life to God for? to change. I'm good. I'm sorted. I'm sweet. Don't worry about me. Look, I've been in this place before, but when we humble ourselves and surrender to Him, He can do something incredible. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart. That sounded like me this week. And I'll give you a tender, responsive heart. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. 
So we need to let God in and let God do a work in our lives. I thought about this. Maybe you're here saying, how do I know if God's actually working in my life? How do I know if He's doing that? The best thing that you can do is just start simple. Read your Bible, be consistent at church, pray, get in a connect group. And if you stick it out, I know that God will start to do an incredible work in your life if you don't give up. But many of us give up. We don't want to do the hard yards. We don't want to push through when there's nothing happening. We're in this fast food culture where we want something and we want it straight away. We want God, you to change me and God do it right now. Otherwise, I don't believe you. Right? That's what a lot of us are like. But what I've found is if you don't give up, if you keep going, you'll look back and you'll realize God's been doing a great work in your life. I always hear God is slow in preparation, but He's sudden in achievement. What does that mean? He's slow preparing. Anything worthwhile takes a long time to, to, to happen, right? So we need to make sure that we're, like we said, more focused on who we're becoming, not so much what we're doing. If we get who we are right with God, then we can do something great for Him. I think about, Pastor Ed was talking about Bible college, right? I remember this when I was in Bible college. I did Bible college 15 years ago or 14 years ago now. And I remember in Bible college, I learned all the things that are helping me right now. So I, I didn't realize it at the time. Maybe this is a great chance for you if you've just gone to camp or wherever you are. Maybe this is your year to do Bible college. And all the college staff said what? Amen. That's good. Thank you, Lauren. That was good. But what did I learn in college? I learned how to read the Word properly and how to apply it in my life. I then learned how to, I was learned, I learned how to teach the Word. I was inspired to care for people. I was, you know, something ignited in me to love people, to lead others, to lead teams. But in Bible college, it wasn't easy. It was that humbling experience of, of, of letting God do that work in me and not seeing results straight away. But as I stuck it out, little did I know but though, that those things were actually, actually setting me up to succeed for my life now. I didn't know it at the time. So if you're like, is God working in me? Just stick it out. Just keep going. Stay connected and watch what God does in your life. Amen. So God wants to do a work in you. Number two, let God work through you. I think we're masters at disqualifying ourselves from being used by God. Anyone else like that, like what I was? There's been so many moments in my life where I've thought, I'm inadequate. I can't actually do this. Especially when we went to Zambia the first time, there was a honeymoon period where everything was great. And then like the reality came, I was like, I'm living in a third world country and I'm like, you know, this is really intense and, and, and church was growing. But I was like, I just felt everything was going great, yet I felt inadequate. Because in my own strength, I'm not actually adequate to do it. None of us are, are, are adequate to do what God's done for us, to, to what God's doing in our lives. But when we allow Him to do a work in us, He makes us strong, He makes us adequate, He helps us, and He strengthens us. You know, every, the reality is all that God wants to do through you, it all comes from Him anyway. We can't do life without Him. I love John 15, one of my favorite scriptures. Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. I love this last line. Apart from me, you can do nothing. <laughs> We're all on the same page here, right? Without God, we can't actually do it. But with Him, we can do something great. 
we can do something that's lasting and has generational impact. So don't disqualify yourselves. Let God work in you and let Him work through you. And you know what happens? When you let God work through you, it usually always becomes about others and less about yourself. If you want to see someone who's letting God work in them, it's always, in their life, is always about others and not about themselves. You know, when you let God work through you, you start to care for people, start to give into God's house and help others. You, you, you turn from just praying from, for yourself and your own needs, you start praying for other people. Uh, you start being a good friend to others when it costs you something. You notice the theme here? It's all about others and not about yourself. When we, we start to sacrifice, we start to serve, we start to give in when it hurts, and actually that's God working through us. I just want to say, don't be a lone ranger on this. Don't be one of those people in that third box where you're kind of just doing things which you think are great, but you're actually not accountable to anyone or not letting anyone in to know what's actually going on on the inside. We can get into this place where we we, we put on a great act and we think everything, or we put on this bravado that everything's great, but we don't actually let anyone know what's going on on the inside. And, and, and like I said, I've done that many times where I I show myself to be holy or I show myself to have it all together, but really inside I'm hurting and I'm broken and I, and, I, and I need to talk to someone. Maybe that's you tonight. I want to encourage you from here, don't do life alone. Don't just come on and put on an act that everything's great. Speak to someone. Speak to your connect leader. Speak to one of the pastors. Talk to them to help you on the journey where you're not just doing something for God, but you're actually letting Him change who you are on the inside so that you're effective and growing. Is that okay? All right, and my last point is this. The band can come up and help me as we come to a close. My last one is when you let God work in you and when you let Him work through you, you can have an impact around you. When you let God work in you and when you let Him work through you, you will have an impact around you. You know, when you allow God in, You're not just going to change yourself and your life is not going to change. But when your life is about others, you can start to have an impact on your family and on the generations to come. I know it's a Friday night here, but the choices that you make now, the choice that I made 20 years ago, I'm just a kid from Heathridge, didn't know nothing about God. On my first night at this church, I made a decision to go to the front, to put my hand up. I said, God, if you're real, come into my life. And I look at my life over the last 20 years and I can only speak from my experience. And the reason I say it's the best choice I've ever made. Is my life perfect? No. Has my life been the easiest? No. But am I so much further and better off now than I would be if I never made that decision? Of course I am. And I'm walking in purpose, in destiny because of all that God has done in my life. But that choice was the choice that I made 20 years ago on a Friday night. And it's the same for you tonight. You can make that choice to get your life right with God, to just invite Him in. You don't have to know everything. For God to work in you and through you, you don't have to know it all. You just have to take that small step of faith and say, God, if you're real, come into my life. And now I'm I'm not only married, living a great life, but I've got two beautiful daughters that I get to raise, mold, and shape. And I'm in no way perfect father but I'm learning and growing. And I know I couldn't do it without what God's been doing in my life. I can't be a great dad to them without letting God work in me 
and through me. I would just fail miserably as a husband, as a father, if, I, if God wasn't working in me. And I want to say it's the same for all of us here. The choices you make now to let God work in you and through you can not only change you, but impact the world around you. We've been talking about having two ministries, one in the church and one in outside the church. You can't be effective if you don't let God work in you and through the impact that you have out in the world is limited if you don't let God work in you and through you. And when we let God work in us, that's Jesus' plan for us to impact the world. Us here as the church are called and designed. Our purpose is to have an impact in the world. If you don't believe me, let's read Ephesians 3 verse 10. It says, God's purpose in all this was to use the church, you and I, to display His wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. And 10 verses down, it says this in verse 20. Now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work, what? Within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Come on, isn't that so good? When we let God work in you and through you, you show who God is to others and you can impact the world around you. I can't wait to get back to Zambia to have an impact on the people around me there. But I pray that I would have had an impact on people's lives here. I pray that I've impacted you since I've been here. I pray that I've impacted my family and my friends and my neighbours and the people on my street. Why? Because I pray that I would let God work in me and through me. When you do that, when you allow God to work in you, He will help you, like I said. He will strengthen you. But, but like I said, just remember this. Just let God do a work in you first. Is that good? Just let God do a work in you first. Church, we can stand up. Come on, let's stand up. The team is going to lead us. Let's sing together. Come on. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.